0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Education Department is gearing up to enact President Biden's student loan cancellation plans. There's a new head of the Secret Service. And space is cold, but the Air Force may have a way of warming things up a bit. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Federal support of student loans has not kept pace with the rising costs of attending college. Now the White House is sharing some plans to correct that disparity. The Education Department, for example, will offer debt cancellation to some low-income students. The agency is also trying to work quickly to set up a simple application process to help borrowers claim debt relief. Additionally, borrowers who join the federal workforce, the military, or a nonprofit will receive credit toward loan forgiveness, the White House says. The contractor for the Thrift Savings Plan Modernization Project apologizes and explains the reasons behind the troublesome transition. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. Accenture Federal Services says two key decisions negatively impacted the TSP update in June. The contractor for TSP's new system says many frustrations can be traced back to not adding enough customer service staff and making the initial login process too cumbersome. Since the launch, there have been improvements, but Accenture has more plans to boost participants' use of digital services. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Federal contractors have 30 days to contact the Labor Department's Office of Federal Contract Compliance Programs about a potential release of EEO data. OFCCP issued a notice seeking feedback from vendors who did business as primes or subcontractors with the government from 2016 to 2020. Labor says it's received a Freedom of Information Act request for all annual reports submitted to the EEOC detailing employee demographic data categorized by race, ethnicity, sex, and job category. Labor says they want to know if contractors will file a timely objection explaining why their EEO1 data is exempt from disclosure. President Biden appoints a new leader at the Secret Service. The White House announced Kim Cheadle as the next director of the law enforcement agency. Cheadle is currently a senior director at PepsiCo North America. She previously served in the Secret Service for 27 years. She'll replace outgoing director Jim Murray. Cheadle will become just the second woman to head the Secret Service. She'll take over as the agency grapples with controversy around missing text messages sent by agents before and during the January 6 attack on the Capitol building. The Department of Homeland Security looks to forge its own path for gauging contractor cybersecurity. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more on that. DHS is planning to use self-assessments to evaluate the cybersecurity of its contractors. DHS Chief Information Security Officer Ken Bible says the agency wants to ensure companies are following existing cyber requirements. And so I'm pretty excited about it. The requirement has always been there. We're just talking about how do we assess the maturity of industry and meeting it. DHS determined that using a third-party certification approach like the Pentagon's CMMC model would be too onerous for small businesses. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. Members of the Senior Executive Service will get a chance to weigh in on cross-sector collaboration. The Senior Executives Association and Deloitte want feedback on current practices of collaboration with private sector and academic entities. The survey will also ask SESers what help from those outside entities agencies need to solve problems. SEA and Deloitte hopes the results of the survey will identify the steps needed to develop the organizational process for the next generation of cross-sector collaborations. The Air Force Research Laboratory says it has developed technology that will help the military control the temperature of space components while in orbit. The lab is releasing 6,600 hours of data on its oscillating heat pipes to the public to continue the advancement of space technologies. The pipes are part of the Air Force's advanced structurally embedded thermal spreader 2 experiment and most recently flew with a Space Force mission. The Defense Department is shifting the way it handles traumatic brain injuries. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. The Pentagon's implementing a new policy that takes a comprehensive approach to brain health. The new action plan outlines five areas of effort that range from constant monitoring for brain injuries to further research on them. The policy changes how the Defense Department approaches the issues by focusing on a service member's career long brain health instead of treating brain injuries as one off instances. Between 2000 and 2021, nearly 454,000 service members. Suffered from traumatic brain injuries. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Making federal procurement more environmentally sustainable faces three major obstacles, according to a former GSA and DOD official. Former Public Building Service Commissioner Dorothy Robine wrote a report outlining these obstacles and her recommendations to achieve greener federal procurement. Climate goals need to be integrated in agency missions. Agencies need more funding and more flexible budget rules to make buildings more efficient. And the federal procurement process itself needs to incentivize lower lifecycle costs rather than just the low price rule. Artificial intelligence can help financial regulators spot new kinds of fraud. At the Commodities Futures Trading Commission, data leaders are using AI to sift through disparate complaints and match like or identical cases for investigation. Tamara Rouse, Chief Data Officer and Director of the Division of Data at CFTC, says AI systems can help investigators spot Ponzi schemes faster and bring related fraudsters for an overall case. OMB's decision to change some of the cyber metrics rankles one good government group. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. Agencies are no longer being asked to report 14 different metrics under the Federal Information Security Management Act, or FISMA, around mobile devices. And one organization that worked with federal cyber experts to help develop those metrics believes that the changes are short-sighted. The Advanced Technology Academic Research Center, or ATARC, wrote to White House Cyber Director Chris Inglis asking him to urge OMB to restore those metrics. HRC says OMB's FISMA changes are inherently flawed, as it will take CISA at least a year to create a new mobile security reporting structure. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. And to help people with cognitive disabilities, the Library of Congress recommends designing content to create consistency across all interactions, as well as warning users at the start of an interaction how long it will take, like before filling out a form on a website. Rachel Bradley Montgomery, a digital disability architect at the LOC, explained that cognitive disabilities affect more people than you may think at the Federal Plain Language summit hosted by digital.gov. These include dyslexia and PTSD, but also anxiety and age-related forgetfulness. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White.